0: Welcome to this post-game media edition of Talking Hoosier Baseball. I'm Carl James. Today is Sunday, September twenty-fourth, 2022. Indiana traveled to Bob Warren Field in Terre Haute to play 14 innings of baseball against the Indiana State Sycamores. The MVC program managed to edge out the Hoosiers 8-7 with a pair of three-run innings, one early and one very late. Uh, The real story of the day for the Hoosiers was a stretch of 19 straight retired where several Indiana
1: pitchers absolutely dominated the trees.
0: Chris Feeney and I caught up with head coach Jeff Mercer after the game.
1: Hey coach, thanks for the time. Uh, you talked about Friday night, you know, you mentioned that it was important to now play some games and you can learn yes. some stuff. Yeah. And right off the bat, the first inning, yeah. they had some learning experiences, some yeah. defensive miscues. Yeah. What'd you pick up? What'd you see what happened?
2: Well, a couple things. So it's a, it's a, it's a great opportunity. So the, the earpiece to a uh, catcher didn't work, right? So you could tell immediately all of a sudden it's like there's there's a bit of anxiety, right? And then we get crossed up and everyone's kind of a little bit a little bit in disarray. Which which happens in the course of a game. You make an air, you walk a guy, and you get a little bit in disarray, and we didn't handle it very well, right? We make an air and left, and we, we make a throwing air, we don't cover the base, and you could just tell it kind of got sped up on the guys and um and, and those things happen in the course of the season. And when you're playing a really good team like them, they, they make you pay for it. They make you pay for it immediately. And and that's what happened. And then you have to go in and settle back down, but it, you're exactly right. It's it's a great learning opportunity. Well, when one thing doesn't go right, and all of a sudden, it's a little bit off kilter, the rest of us have to handle that, right? It doesn't mean that we don't know the signs. We get crossed up between the pitcher and the catcher. And, and all of a sudden, everyone's a little bit sped up. You just have to slow down, all right, make an adjustment. The game's going to be on you guys for a little bit before, until we get things figured out. So that was kind of immediate. You could see that the, kind of the tenseness. And we didn't handle it great but as like you said it's a good opportunity for us to have that conversation because there will be things happen we'll drop a pop fly we'll walk a guy we'll make an error and how do you respond in that and, and we didn't do a great job there in the
1: first inning doing that seemed like throughout the game though the response was uh, you know it was there yeah. right the defense yeah. seemed a lot better bobby whalen yeah. going all out yeah. in center field yeah. and and what did you see from him today in the outfield it really seems like he takes charge out there even yeah. in a four ball game
2: yeah yeah bobby was terrific bobby was terrific um, in, in our outfield play has to be better than it was last year. and something I've really challenged the guys with. And, um, you know, we've, we've talked a ton about it with the, with the collective group of being prepared and being aggressive and trusting their instincts and going and making plays, just like Hunter did in that, that last inning. He makes that circus catch on the wall. You have to sprint to your spot and, and hope you can finish and, and close, and he did that. So, yeah, Bobby's Bobby's been a, a terrific defender. Um, collectively, the group has to continue to improve. Um, but it it comes from an assertiveness and an aggressiveness to go make a play and confidence that you can finish and um, collectively they did a better job of that than we did in the past. And and Bobby certainly sets the tone with it.
1: Absolutely. And as far as the bats, they came out a little slow, but Philip Glass looked really on point, looked focused. And I know he's a big leader in the room. It's probably big for him to step up.
2: Yeah. Phil, Phil's the consummate professional and, yeah, you know, the conversation I had with uh, the offensive group afterwards. You know, we got, we got humbled a little bit today. We weren't nearly as good as we normally are offensively. And for a group that is more veteran and has experience, you do expect better from them. But it, but it is good to set the tone as you go into the rest of the fall that because we have, have had a good offense last year and because we've shown the ability to be good offensively, it's not just going to happen by accident. Mm. We have to make sure that our drill works really good. I didn't think that we got in, in good positions physically. Um, our approach wasn't very good. You know, we were a lot of pull side on the ground, which usually means I'm trying to do too much, get the ball up in the air to my pull side, and get around it, and, and those things. And and so it, sometimes when you have success, you just expect it to come, and you don't do the necessary process to get there. And and today was one of those days. And and you know, I thought we, outside of you know one or two innings, I thought we pitched it well, and we just didn't do enough offensively to support that group, and uh, made a few mistakes along the way that that hurt you defensively. Um, we we weren't very good on the bases and the things that we've worked a lot on and talked a lot about. You know, we we, we on the straight steal, um, we stop and hold up on the straight steal on a line drive and don't go first to third. Next guy single in the sixth over to score the run. Um, the exact same situation that happened last week where we you know, bases loaded. Um, there's a, a double in the gap and and we hang too tight to second base with one out and we should have been hanging further off get thrown off the plate you know we have to score in those situations that would lead to a five or six run first inning and the rest of the game is different if you do those those big big innings like that so yeah it, it wasn't our best offensive day um but but the humility you gain from it i think is a really good thing um and then from the offense you know being able to, to trust more in your pitching staff like hey we don't have to do too much we got a staff that's going to go out and and keep us in ball games and be able to pitch and execute and Um, So, yeah, that's exactly right. It's why you come play really good teams on the road in these situations, these environments where you're not going to be able to just try to play home or derby and and get around balls and and, and do more than that. They're just too good. They're not going to let you do it. So the humility that comes with that is a a really productive way to learn throughout the rest of the fall.
1: And on the other side of it, retiring 19 in a row from the pitching staff, a lot of arms that we saw Friday, did very well again um, Sinise is so impressive. I mean, just yeah. from sitting in the bleachers, you know what yeah. I mean? Watching it, yeah. he has the uh, presence out there. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, what have you seen from him? What do you, yeah. you know, he well, definitely has it out there.
2: Yeah. Seti is, is, is just a, uh, like you said, he's very, very mature. Uh, he's very calm. You know, I, I love the way between pitches at first when he was out there pitching, he kind of looks over the dugout to kind of collect himself. And I thought he was looking in, you know, at the at me, like I needed something. And it's not him. It's just kind of him collecting himself between each pitch. The splitter is a is a real weapon. I mean, he's got massive hands, and so the splitter makes the fastball really, really play up. You can land a slider early in the count for a strike, and then the fastball's got some play to it. And so if you use the splitter fastball combination, makes the fastball and the splitter out pitches right. We can go to we can go to both of them with two strikes. With a lot of guys, you have to go. I mean, not a lot. There are a lot of guys you have to go to the off-speed pitch to get the strikeout. When the splitter's involved, now the fastball becomes the strikeout pitch. And, and that's a huge deal for him. And he can really, really get to both sides of the plate with his fastball. And that was something in the recruiting process that we that we loved about him. And his junior college coach is a good friend of mine. And he um, said that you are just the fastball command as elite. I think he had like eight walks in 70 innings or something like that. And just can really, really locate it. And, and everything else plays up from it. But he's not rattled a great pickoff move you know he's quick to the plate he's a one two to the plate and he's you know, he's six foot four six foot five he's a big big man um, and, and all those things add up to, to make it hard to, to score in bunches against a guy like that
1: and you mentioned his pickoff move and we noticed some really good pickoff moves from the yeah. staff today yeah. more than i mean that we've used to yeah. seeing to yeah. be honest and yeah. has dustin been working on that has that been a priority the actual yeah. moves the first
2: yeah it was always something that about. we that we there's a difference in working on it and then making it a priority and, and so we've really made it a priority from from day one. We're working on pickoffs from day one, um, and, and establishing the fact that we're, we are we are going to to make an opponent honor us on the bases and the, the ability we look at we put them on the clock. Uh, one at a one flat or below with our right-handed pick times at first base. Our lefties' pickoff moves are a lot better, and then utilizing the inside move at second base. Um, and you see, you saw all those things come into play today. And Really minimize their, their their base stealing opportunities, um, and got a couple outs in, in big key situations. So yeah, it's from the very beginning it was something that we, we, again, you always work on it, but there's a difference when you put it on the clock and you put it on on the time every single day in your bullpens, in your catch play, and, and, and decide to make it a strength, and, and they've done a really good job of
1: carrying it over into the game. Results are definitely there. We noticed it, and something we also noticed: uh, Luke Hayden's move looked really uh, impressive, and his mechanics seemed a little different uh, this season. Yeah. Is it something he's been working on?
2: Yeah, uh, Luke and, and, and Coach Gallant have been working really, really hard to clean up his direction and um, and, and just to get him down the mound uh, appropriately. Luke is a terrifically talented player. He's working super hard, and he has a he has a terrific arm. Right, he throws really hard. He has great stuff, um, but sometimes he would overthrow and kind of get off the whack and. And, and kind of get out of line and when you get out of line and you throw that hard stuff kind of will, will spray on you um and, and and luke's been humble and he's been very hard working um, he's been very 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 attentive and you can see the the product on the field as you begin to value all those different pieces and that's a very typical thing for a young talented arm who's overpowered guys for the majority of his life uh to then you know Want to rely completely on the stuff? I can I can rely on the stuff to overpower guys and overwhelm them. Um, and then you learn early on in your career you, you have to be able to pitch. And part of that is being in control of your body down the mound. Um, and he's he's done a great great job of that. And his pickoff move was outstanding. it was it was, it was interesting. We literally worked on again yesterday our inside move uh, mechanic and how that works with the middle infielder. And, and Glasser and him put it on, and he executed it perfectly. Gets out of a big jam there at second base, and, and those those details of the game allow someone who is very talented as Luke is, to then utilize that and put it into the game and put it into play. And now, if I have great stuff, I've got three pitches. You know, he's, he's, he's working with the changeup this year more so, holding runs at first, inside move at second. And so, if you get, a guy gets on base, it's not you know it's not a guarantee to second or third and. And you just manage, and, and, and I think having a couple of those guys, uh, you know, Gabe Levy and a couple of those other upperclassmen, um, Ben Siler, that are professionals, and, and, and it really helps to have a role model say, hey, this is this is how you manage. You know, Gabe Levy's had traffic a couple of times um, in his outings, and you wouldn't know it, right? It's the way he pitches, the way he manages. And, and that, that example for, for young guys helps a ton too.
1: And now obviously the football game portion is over. Um, just the overall impressions of the two weekends from you yeah. on the team and how they did on the field.
2: Yeah, you know, offensively we'll be we'll be fine. Uh, I don't worry about our offense. I, I just we have to go back to work and, and make sure that we stay you know, stay humble in our work with it. Um, the big takeaway for me has been on the mound. You know, was the, the ability to throw three and four pitches to manage the run game better um, and to be able to execute in big situations and not just rely so primarily on stuff was our main focal point through the summer, through recruiting, and then to the fall as we've gone here this first month. And that's the major takeaway for me uh, for me is just how much better we are on the mound, kind of top to bottom here, and, and obviously Bothwell, and, and, and then another transfer Brooks I haven't thrown yet, and Holderfield hasn't thrown yet. So I'm excited to see when, when all those guys are kind of going. Uh, but the big takeaway for me is, is just on the mound how much better, how much better we are uh, top to bottom and then the other things you clean up, you clean up the stuff on the bases as you play more and more and you clean up the offensive stuff as you kind of get, yeah, you, know, you kind of lick your wounds a little bit and, and have to go back and, and make sure you do what you have to do. So pitching is, is, is on track where we wanted it to be um, and other things. And, and, and now you have direction and perspective from a group. You come in and play Indiana state on the road, really good team, really good organization. Mitch a great coach. And you know where you stand. It's a postseason team. Now, you know where you stand. Now you know what you have to do and, you know i kind of i told you guys and i always say this when you know in it's a you know me know coach mercer until um, so you get in the game and you see all the details of it you know base running is tedious and boring until so you get in a game and you realize we just cost ourselves a six run first run inning probably and it's like yeah it's not me no coach mercer it's just the game it's just it's just the standard of what it is and so now you have those things right you have the um you have the, the the perspective of, of how the game is going to play. there are really high levels on the road um, and, and you know, against a postseason team. And now you can go in and go to work. And it's, it's always like if you hold yourself to the standard that the most, uh, uh, I don't want to say overbearing, but the most uh, demanding coach uh, could possibly could be, if you hold yourself to that standard and all those details, then the rest of it takes care of itself. And you don't have to worry about any of the, you know, any of the other stuff. And and I feel really confident in this group to be able to go and take all the information you gain, you know, you got, you know, five pages worth of game notes and and now you have great practice plans and you have great awareness of what it's going to take to be a really, really good team, which we have all of the ability and the the physical ability to do that this year. And, And you put it into action every day and you just keep getting better. As always,
0: thanks for your time. Yeah, I actually have one follow up. Yeah, oh, there sure. we go. Yes, uh, you had the freshman Foley has now come yeah. in twice in a, in the basically yeah. with runners on in a, in a rough inning and basically throwing gas and getting guys out.
2: Yeah, yeah Connor uh, is just a big, tough Southern Indiana kid, football player, basketball player. Actually, is going to do two ways for us. He's going to hit and, and pitch, and um, he kind of got thrown into the fire last week. And you know, I when you watch a young guy, especially a pitcher. When he comes in and he's throwing three or four miles an hour harder, his stuff is better, and he's and he throws more strikes in the game than you've seen him do it in practice. I mean, there there is a there's there's something special to a guy like that. There's an attitude, there's a demeanor, there's a confidence, there's a competitor in a guy like that. And, and you you figured it was in there, three sport guy, great player, really talented, uh, but but he got thrown in the deep end last week, and then you know that guy goes to the top of your. Uh, kind of oh crap list when things are going sideways <laughs> and it's like oh crap who do you go to it's like well give the ball to the guy that's got guts and and you know and a lot of toughness and he did that you know comes in again today in the middle of the fire and competes and is thrown hard and executes pitches to both sides gets double play ball and gets out of it so yeah he's he's super impressive he's done an awesome job
0: this concludes inter-squad action for the fall Hoosiers will now take the game notes and work on developing and challenging each other in intra-squad action. iubase.com will provide updates where we can. Look for a schedule release later in the fall that will detail where the Hoosiers will start the 2023 season, which should begin on February 17th. Thank you for listening to Talking Hoosier Baseball. See you at the BART.